Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hello again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. This week is episode 67. 67, what is the subject matter this week? We are talking about cryptozoology, or as it's spelled, cryptozoology. Right. Stick around if you want to hear more. Hello my father, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm glad you've dropped the low voice that you were using in the previous one, uh, and just I using. Can bring your, it back no, if no, you wish. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm okay. Not higher. too bad. Still waiting for my um, rib ribs to mend. Um, had a rather lovely day today, where we all got together, family-wise, which was quite nice. At ten times my own body weight in. Didn't eat that much. Surely. Oh, I did. I, you did have two breakfasts before you went. I did, but, you know, and then it was 12 o'clock when we actually ate, so it wasn't that long afterwards. It was really more of a brunch, wasn't it? Yeah. Why yes. did you eat two breakfasts? Because I was up at five, so yeah. I was I was hungry. And you just don't know, do you? You don't know what's going to happen. You're you could have got five, there and the, and and the place could the have next burnt one about down. 10. Yeah, but it could have been that we got there and there was a problem. And then what are you going to do if you can't Get eat? Get food elsewhere. Well, you say that. Everybody that would have gone there would have gone to the other place that we'd have gone to. Where would we have gone to? I don't know. Well, then would it... What? Yeah, exactly. So, hang on. Bottom line is, I am really, really full up and could drop off. Well, yeah, I still feel a bit blowage, yeah. yeah. I'm quite hungry now. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is not a good idea then because we're going to be doing this for the next hour. Hope you can last all that time. Yep. 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 Okay, dokey. So, what are we talking about? Uh, cryptozoology or cryptozoology. cryptozoology? Right, cryptozoology. So, but my I... point being now that yes. is it's spelled C R Y P T O Z O O L O G Y. Zoology is the bit that's because it's zoology. Oh, it'd be zoology if you put another so O in there. They would actually, if it's the ology bit, <coughs> then it'd yeah. be zoology, wouldn't it? Yes, but that is how it is. But it could be zoology. No, it's not, though. But there's no reason for it to be zoo and ology. Okay, but that's what it is. So let's go with cryptozoology. Do you want to know what cryptozoology means? I imagine it's some kind of... Uh, online coin-based animals. Oh, crypto coins. Yeah, like cryptocurrency. 
No, it's nothing as exciting as that. No. It's the search for and study of animals whose existence or survival is disputed or unsubstantiated, such as the Loch Ness Monster and the Yeti. Oh, hang on. The Loch Ness Monster and the Yeti? Have we not discussed these well, before? Well, we've done the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot. Yes, we yeah. certainly had a little chat about that. I think the conclusions we came up to... Uh, um, the conclusions we came to, <laughs> even, for those particular ones were mixed. I think you suggested that Loch Ness might be a fat, a fat man bloke on a lilo. lilo yeah. yeah. And I think you were unsure about Bigfoot. But we did determine that you need a Kit Kat. You need, they like Kit Kats and will punch you in the face if you show any emotions around them. So Was we learned a little bit about them. Hmm? If you cry, they'll punch you in the face. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Not any emotions around them. That emotion around them. Right, okay. Okay, Thanks specifically. Clearing that up. But, um, obviously... Can C-3PO... C-3PO doesn't have emotions, does he? However, he's always anxious. So is that an emotion? Well, it is, isn't it? Yeah, so, therefore, he is a droid that does show emotion. And you've got M- and so Marvin the Paranoid Android in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Is that... Yeah. Well, he's paranoid. He's depressed all the time. Well, that's so, depressed android, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Going off the sub- gets excited. You're going off the subject slightly, aren't you, here? Because, yep. yes, we do robots in another... Oh, okay. We'll come back to that, <laughs> We'll yeah. come back to, to that, yeah. Um, but you've got, like... One side, cryptozoologists, right? And they are, I mean, these are people that have studied animals I all their life. I consider the course in it. Intellectual. Yeah, yeah, no, so have I. I'm very interested in this sort of thing. Um, but they're often at odds with zoologists who, you know, who deal with. Maybe a cryptozoologist has uh, more, how can I put this? is looking for stuff that hasn't been proven, whereas a zoologist is only looking at proven data already. That might be quite harsh and that might not be true. But, um, you know, you, it, for example, I did have a look at this and there's an example of uh, a French academic um, who no one listened to, right? No one, he was talking about different things existing. No one was listening to him. Uh, he wrote about the possibility of giant squids or krakens, right? Now, krakens, oh, we think of release the kraken in, in sort of Greek mythology. Yeah, but swallow the are a name for, Yeah, sort of large creatures on that sort of scale, but the giant squids. Or a squids. roller coaster. So he, he, in the end, he was ridiculed and ended up drunk, penniless, and died before... Penniless? Yeah. All right. Why, what did you think? I, I don't know, but the way you said it, Sound like it could be loads of different stuff. Oh, right. Okay. No, you said he didn't penniless. have any money. Right. Penniless. And died before it was discovered he was right all along. What, about and the I, Kraken? About giant squids. So Have they found giant squids? Yeah, though? but they know there's giant squids. There is evidence of giant squid, yeah. But the, do they know there's giant squids? Yes. If they I only have they, evidence. I think they do know there's They've giant ev- squids. There is evidence of giant squids. They've found dead have ones. Have they found a giant squid? Yes, but I think they they, have. is there is there evidence of one of some living? Giant I think squids? there's been there ha, there has been. Uh, I think there is some uh, film 
of uh, giant squids. And they've also seen, found sort of, I think, like sperm whales, which have got all sucker marks all around them because they they actually sort of fight each other. Or certainly the giant squid goes after the sperm whale, I believe. Uh, specifically the sperm whale I don't know if it's specifically sperm whale I don't even know if it is a sperm whale but that's the first never the humpback whale though no but it might have been the humpback whale but anyway no I think that's fairly well known that giant squids exist there's never been one seen in real life I think there there has been one seen though hasn't there there oh now you made me doubt myself again Um, well I think there's been well alright okay so you always telling me that there's vast Yeah, parts I'm not of saying the they don't exist. I think that's exactly what you're saying. No, I never said that. But I I as far as I know, it's one of the things that have been proven that there are giant squids out there. Right. And yet someone who was ridiculed for that, and I guess that's the point I'm making, is someone that was driven underground by other academics, an intelligent person. Um, because they had views or they had an idea that something existed and no one else at that time believed them, they were seen as a crank. As Isn't a Nicholas Tesla. Well, you can you he can didn't apply have a, a similar kind of story. Yeah, to you him. can apply that to that sort at of thing. At the time, as well. he was ridiculed, but since then, everyone's realised that yeah, he's incredibly smart. Exactly. So you know, we have to be careful when we start saying, "Oh, is it Nicholas they- Tesla?" Yes, I believe it is. If they believe in this sort of thing, you know, oh my God, there's something wrong with them there. Now, listen, these are these are academic people. These are people, and actually, uh, I've been listening to an audio book of of a particular cryptozoologist, but it's Which actually one? read through. I can't tell you. I knew you were going to ask me that. I can't remember what his name is, but it's actually read by one of his friends who's a zoologist and. Quite a lot of it cross over. I think they uh, they differ on certain things, but quite a lot of it does cross over. And they are interested in the same things. But, you know, obviously cryptozoologists chase things that are yet to be proven. Yeah. Um, wow, that went in a direction I wasn't expecting to at such an early stage. So if we, we're, we're going to leave that there. I'm going to double check on the giant squid, but I do believe they exist. Yeah, if you could go to the estuary and just double check there. I don't think there. there's any in there. Oh, right, okay. Um, so, I don't know if I've actually said this already, but some are extinct animals that are believed by cryptozoologists to exist. Right, so... Like a megalodon. <clears throat> yeah, so for instance... Uh, a cryptozoologist might believe that something that was around when we talked last week about uh, extinction extinction and about animals that have become extinct uh, they be, you know they may believe that there's some of those animals still around and still roaming the countryside woods seas whatever right the mountains whatever it may be can you um, explain more biomes deserts deserts tundra uh, yeah any any forest. any given uh, terrain, yeah, any given terrain. So basically, they believe there there Plains. may be still, and I'm trying to think of an. Ex- oh, you just made a, a, a an example of it, but a megalodon. So they may say yes, they still believe there's megalodons within our oceans, not in the desert, not in the desert. Thanks for clearing up. And to be honest, like I say, there are examples of things that have 
been thought to be extinct and suddenly turn up. They don't have to be fantastical, if that is an actual word. Um, but there are there are examples of, of uh, particular species they thought, oh, they'd, they'd lost them, and then suddenly one will pop up somewhere else. Because nature, as we found out with extinction, when we talked about that, is very, very I've tough. I've got a story about that, actually. Go on, then. So, uh, the other day... I was in looking at my oh, fish tank. Do you know I've got this fear about this story? I've got this fish. I was looking at my fish tank. Yes, and megalodon. No, pleco. Looking for my pleco. Right. Could not find him anywhere. Yeah. Or her. I think it's a, a pleco her. is a sort of cat catfish, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, one that sucks on glass. Right. Um. Now, I had a, two plecos in there. One actually d- disappeared, and I think we just found the remains of its tail. But I could not find this pleco anywhere. Yes. Looked all around the tank, took out some wood that it loves, looked everywhere, lift up some coconut shells um, and was about to clean the tank and doing something else. And then all of a sudden I just spotted it and it I thought it was extinct and all of a sudden it reappeared. Wow. Well, obviously there were other plecos, wasn't there, in the world on Earth. Yeah, but, but if, we, if, we, if one, we shrink it down to... Just my tank. But it's the same principle. Yeah. If if something, if it's in a low enough in numbers, I mean, it, it can't be an absolute, can it? When something, go, and I, again, I'm straying on to last week's topic, but when we talk about an animal being extinct, there's always going to be one last one. And how do they know it's one last one? Presumably they say when it reaches a such a, a minuscule level, of, of ones being spotted or over a period of time they haven't found another one they normally refer to it as the last known whatever ah, it is right so but that just plays into that as well so you know okay I guess if it's been a, a thousand years since you saw a particular pleco so if you'd gone to look at your uh, let's say time doesn't matter so you went to look up for your pleco you, you couldn't a find years. it and then you a thousand years later you go back oh. and you see it then obviously in that thousand years most people would come to conclusion that there are no more plecos in your tank yeah it's an old pleco isn't it it is and that was probably a bad example to be honest with <laughs> right so some are extinct animals that are believed by cryptozoologists still exist Others are just bizarre, unique creatures that zoologists dismiss as fantasy. Bizarre? Are all of them bizarre, though? Well... Or does it come with reasoning to think they're like I that? I think that, that... And we'll get to this. When we start talking about specific ones or groups of, of these, uh, I think they're called cryptids, an animal that has claimed, that has claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Right. So when we get into groups of that, you can see where some of these things are. But obviously, a lot of the original, uh, when we talk about this side of it, which is the uh, maybe the fantastical, and I'm using that word again, so I apologise if it's not a word. Um, Sounds like something from uh, Harry Potter. It might do, a spell from Harry Potter. Um, These particular animals could derive from another animal, could be uh, certainly um, some of the stories get embellished over the years, uh, some are legends, some are folk tales, but they're usually folk tales and legends are based on something. So, you know, the starting point 
would be something perhaps tangible. Fact check. Following and during the recent On The Run episode, there has been and was some debate on who misidentified Sam on the first occasion. It was in fact Father who said, That's Sam, isn't it? However, when he immediately doubted himself, Becky reassured him numerous times that it was definitely Sam. It was not Sam. Fact check. Okay. So, when we start looking at these animals, they seem to group them. Into certain groups, groups, yeah. <coughs> as 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 is the as way. suggested by the name by the name groups. Yeah. Um, so there's the hominid, which I pre- presume I'm I'm uh, pronouncing correctly. I yeah, than yeah, that was 100 percent presuming. Yeah, <laughs> better than you pronounce it, presuming. Um, which are kind of great apes, right? So. We talked about... Not just your normal apes. No, no, great ones, fantastic ones. So what's interesting about all this, and this is what I say about legend, you know, we we had a conversation, I think, in in one of our previous episodes about the fact that dragons are known um, in all different cultures, you know, so you wonder where... They stem from. uh, from. Where they stem from, and the world was a much smaller place at that time they wouldn't be communication between those particular places if you know what i mean small places he's putting a face at me at the moment what i'm saying is same size yeah (laughs) but someone in china writing about something interconnected yeah someone in another part of the world wouldn't know about that yeah interconnected that's a better word for it so for instance when we talk about bigfoot right so bigfoot us and canada that's sort of based around. We've talked about that in a specific one. Harry and the Hendersons. If you want to <coughs> listen to the Bigfoot episode, yeah. I believe it was like episode four. It might have been actually episode four. So way back when we sounded a lot different. Yeah. Um, but when you start looking at other ones, you've got Almas, which is in Asia. That's a, a, a gr- ape-like creature. Yep. Uh, the uh, and I apologise for all these pronunciations. Pronunciations. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Barmanor or Nu Barmanu, which is Middle Eastern. You've got the Bukit Timar monkey man from Singapore, which I particularly like. Yep. I like it better when they. I mean, some of these things might mean monkey man or or man ape or something like that. Or huge feet. Yeah. Then you've got the Chukhunya, which is Russian. The rather splendidly named Fook Monster, <laughs> which is Arkansas in the US. The brilliantly named Honey Island Swamp Monster. Now, if you're going to have something, I think you need That's to have something. That's where the Honey Monster that, came from. Exactly, yeah. Which is Lu- Louisiana in the US. Um, they didn't really think this through. I, I think if you're going to think up a name for something, give it a real one that's going to catch on. Not... Monkey Man of Delhi, <laughs> because I think that's just laziness when you're starting to name something like that. And that's in but you old... like Monkey Man. Oh yeah, I did like that in the Bukit Timar Monkey Man. Yeah, well I kind of like it. Anyway, old Delhi in India. Then you've got the Orang Muaz in Malaysia, 
a Yerin in China and the Yeti in the Himalayas and Himalayas and Asia as well. So you've got all of these different um, creatures that the cryptozoologists would look into. They're all various different legends to do with them. They're all in different terrain because yeah. they're from all around the world. And they've all been going on. I mean, there may be some more recent ones within that, but the majority of them have been in, um, have been written about, uh, have been witnessed for, you know, hundreds of years. Some of these would be likely developed as stories to keep people following certain rules and watch out because otherwise the Yeti would get you. Don't climb up the mountain because it's dangerous. Uh, why is it dangerous? Because there's a Yeti up there type of thing. But then... I do get it's interesting how all these different places and all these different seem to come up the same thing. But doesn't it seem also seem very unlikely that having various versions of the same kind of creature, that none of them have actually been caught or none of them have actually been captured clearly on film? Well, and that's, obviously there's that's always film. for every year that goes past, especially with a modern age. Yeah, for every year that goes go. past, and we talked about this. Before I think there was a more recent um, photograph taken of a Bigfoot, allegedly from a Bigfoot from two people in a kayak, and it was it was recently. So we're talking smartphones and and technology, even GoPros that really should have took a sharper picture, should have got a better picture, and it was still a grainy, um, uh, out of focus yeah. picture. I mean, I know my phone is probably a bit <coughs> more high end. If I take a picture, we went to the zoo the other day and I was taking pictures of animals quite a way away. It looked really incredible. High definition. Yeah, and, and I get that. And but I mean And that's just a phone. There'll be a number of them that are just seen as uh somewhere where through evolution uh, a throwback sort of some something went off at a tangent and that's what we're talking about here with something like Bigfoot. Just a hairy bloke. Yeah. Um, some we talked about a particular giant ape in last week's one. Oh, Gigantopithecus. Yeah. Some people talk about it. Is it one of those that some still people survived? About, yeah, Gigantopithecus potentially still being around. So if that's still around, could that be what people are seeing? So this is where sort of the crossover is. And when I said yeah. about some extinct animals that are believed that are still around, it could be that. Or some others that are bizarre, like more bears, bizarre. bears, even. It could just be a bear that likes walking on its own legs. There was a gorilla. A gorilla. There's a gorilla that walks around, which is... Not anymore, it's dead, isn't it? Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, that's really ruined it. That's really upset me now. Oh, I love... Sorry. You know I love great apes. And um, they're much better really than used to average apes, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> they used to really make me laugh when you used to see that one get up and literally walk along like a human. I don't know why it was amusing. Yeah, I think it's it really? Oh, that's a shame. I don't know, though. So that's no, sort on. of... Wasn't... Which, what, what? The one in Longleat, wasn't that the one the ones that walked on its own I don't own think legs? it was one in Longleat, no. I think it the was one in Longleat, though, it was in, it was in uh, the south. It was in Dorset or something like that, but which the one, for, for anybody outside of The one in Longleat, though, south did, of England. did used to um, do something interesting, though, didn't it? I used to watch Teletubbies on the... On oh, it the, did use to like TV, didn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's one section... But there seems to be another huge section, which is the sea and lake monsters, right? Or slake. Yeah, as, you, as we, in the trade, we call them. Yeah. So again, you've got a Cad, Cadborosaurus, 
which is off the Pacific coast in North America, Champ in Lake Champlain in North America, Iagapogo in Lake Simcoe in Canada, Ishii in Japan, Kushi in Japan, uh, Labinkia Devil in Russia, Nessie, which we've talked about in Scotland, uh, Not Miss Monster, Mel Lambo in South Africa, Manny Pogo in Canada, Mokalemba Bemba, <laughs> which I'm, I'm sure I've mispronounced, in the Republic of Congo. Uh, Are these all thought to be like that kind of dinosaur looking monster? So they're all, all sort of, well, they're slightly varied, but my, I mean, obviously. Again, we go back I've to... I've heard of Champ before, and I think they're meant to look relatively similar to... Similar to the Nessie. And uh, what's the dinosaur that they often cite as being what they think it might be? I uh, can't pa- remember, but uh, it, it looks like a mixture between that of like a Diplodocus and something with flippers. I cannot think, yeah. There's a particular dinosaur, Long aquatic neck. dinosaur that they talk about it being. A plastic... No, anyway. Is um, it a plastic... Pla- Pla- Are you thinking Plastiosaurus? Isn't that the one from the one the big mouth from Jurassic World? Uh, I don't know. I will have to look that one up. Uh, now, Juelito, which is in squid. Argentina, <laughs> Ogapogo, and I, not to be mixed up with the Igapogo, but Ogapogo, uh, which is in a different lake in Canada, and Selma, which is in Norway, um, in S- Lake Seljord, Telemark, Norway. Now, again, we've got some North America and we've got Canada. So there's a, there's a little bit around that sort of area. Then we've got uh, Asia and we've got other other places which are more sort of uh, rainforest or jungle sort of, but within those sort of elements. Now, again, you start to think, again, all across these particular continents, different continents, you've got a similar sort of thing. Obviously, we're miles more familiar with Scotland and Loch Ness and the Loch Ness Monster. When you say miles more familiar, more familiar, but not miles more. I'm not that well, familiar got, with it. Well, I've got... I am. I, I've been Oh, there. you're an expert. No, I'm not an expert. Oh. Did I say I was an expert? No, but it made it sound like you... <laughs> but I've actually been there. I've looked at the history of, of Met that. Nessie. I've lo- watched lots of things about uh, Loch Ness. Um, I am quite fascinated with this sort of thing, as I said anyway. I've been on Loch Ness on a boat while I talked about it and talked about what they've seen and what they haven't. Obviously, it's a huge tourist attraction because of it. But, you know, you, you listen to people and, you, you know, some you of can these imagine, people... You can imagine some people do stuff such as pretend that there was a thing of Nessie or do something just to bring tourists back. Well, of course, yeah, because if someone proved... If someone actually went to Loch Ness and could prove without a doubt there was nothing in there, right? Then it, it, their uh, industry, their tourist their industry, tourist inju- industry. I mean, it's an absolutely incredible place. It's so beautiful. However, that is a big draw. That is mm-hmm. why people, a lot of people, go there specifically for that. So, if they were to prove it not to exist. But the, the nature of locks and how deep they are and how, how, how the length of Loch Ness in itself means it's quite difficult for them to, to completely rule it out. And I guess in a way, uh, for me, that's 
probably how I'd like it to stay. I mean, I'd love to, for, I mean, we've, we've made no secret, both of us, about the fact that we'd love for these things to exist, for something to suddenly be discovered, because it would be incredible. However, you know, it can continue. The legend can continue. Yeah. So, look, so they're lake monsters. So you've got those walking yeah. man apes. But we've got other ones. Um, something quite terrifying was the Dobhar Chu uh, in Ireland, which was an extra large otter-like aquatic mammal, which was carnivorous. Now, obviously, there's giant otters, and I was very surprised when I saw a giant otter on TV that they are very, giant very otter. big. Yeah. yeah. But this one was kind of half dog, half otter. Um, ah, dotter. A dotter, yeah. Or oog. <laughs> yes, uh, I was going to say dogger then. That's something completely different. Isn't it? You've yep. got a ninja. Now, this is a weird thing, right? This ninja. I think, by the looks of it, it was made up more recently. I don't think it's an actual thing. The The picture that they showed of it was kind of humanoid. It was like a a, a, a snowman, a lot, but legs with just sort of this snow, big snowball thing on the top of it. So legs out of this big ball of snow. Um, Sounds like a Pokemon. It's supposed to be a bit WoW-like. Well, yeah, I believe that it originated from Japan as, as a sort of a more recent sighting. Some people said it was like, um, it's like sub-Antarctic, but some people said it was like a, an iceberg that looked like a sea monster. But, you know, it does look bizarre. I think that's probably yeah. out of the ones I looked at. Now, this is an interesting one because this goes into something that's probably, you know, well, definitely is true to a point. The Beast of Bodmin Moor, the Beast of Exmoor, big cats. Now... One thing is to believe that there's this big cat family that's always been in the British Isles. Uh, this is down in sort of the southwest, but um, that has, has continued as family. The more likely thing to have happened is there was a craze uh, some years back, some decades back, of people having... Um, exotic pets yeah. so people would have pumas and or pumas as people call them there and and things like that and then laws came in that made it more difficult for them to keep them and pretty much impossible and the, for um, just for, your average uh, person yeah so people and it and i'm i'm pretty sure this did happen people released them because they uh, some people would zoos took them in on that but there would have been ones that were released because yeah. people didn't want to go through all the paperwork and that so there's there every now and again someone spots a a or there's another distant picture of what looks like a panther right and they look at it and they try to size it up <laughs> against the background it's just Maui but he's it looks like he's far away but he's actually he's close. getting towards that sort of size anyway I don't know why I'm looking over there he's not over there yeah, that's um, my washing but you know, so they have all these pictures and, again, it's a bit grainy and that. But that I get that because that's something that could exist because of just the way people... It's not a... It's an exotic animal that exists. It just happens to be in an environment that it's not supposed to be in. Um, I'll go for a few more now. You've got the tuba cabra, which is the Spanish... Uh, well, it's Puerto Rico in Central America, but it's, it means goat sucker in mm -hmm. Spanish. 
that's more of a mythical creature as well. There it's was a lot of like legends behind that, but that's supposed to be something that comes from. Then you've got uh, El Tritach from Germany, which is like a bird-like creature. You've got the Jersey Devil in South Jersey in the US, which is like a winged bipedal horse. Uh, so walking on two legs, really, but a winged yep. sort of demon sort of looking things. The Mothman. Bet you can't guess what that's supposed to be like. Something like a um, a rabbit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so a wing, another wing bipedal, but like a um, from Mason County, uh, County in West Virginia. Owlman. These sound like superheroes yeah, now. Yeah, they do. Go. Yeah, and that's in Cornwall, but that's again a wing bipedal. Now this is a great. I mean, owls one. are always on two legs anyway. Yeah. In South Carolina, in the US, the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp. Now, that is a title of, if you're going to be called something, that's a lizard a title. Man. A lizard man. Again, bipedal, apparently walking up on two legs, seen by people. Quite a lot of the encounters, I've got to say, and I'll, I'll keep going back to the facts, I love this subject, I wish these things did exist, but it does turn out that a lot of the people that spot them are on their way back from the pub. Or bar, depending, or on, bar, what... depending on where you are. Yeah. And... We talked about a little bit in the Michigan Dogman. Michigan uh, Dogman. Uh, Michigan in Wexford County, Michigan. Oh, not in the Michelin, US. Like no, um, a humanoid that made of tires. dog. Now, I could see you being mistaken for some sort of. Um, Teen Wolf. Yeah, a Labradoodle. Right. Yeah, bipedal Labradoodle. Because, like, you've got, like, a hairy face. Thanks. Um, yeah. And but you know you can see again if you came out say you were say were you were just for some particular reason doing press ups right in the bushes yeah um, and then someone walked along and you spotted them and you got up I do always do press ups in the bushes yeah. only the bushes to to be honest someone could look at you and think wow look at that dog person they were down on all fours and now they can walk on their back legs right yeah do you so think- you can see where it can come in. And the Mongolian death worm in the Gobi Desert in Asia, which was just like a worm-like animal that apparently preys on other beasts and, and people and everything else like that. Um, so, you know, we talked about dragons beginning. Every time you look at something and you say, oh, it can't be that, it cannot work like that, actually... An animal couldn't do that. It yeah. couldn't fly. And there's probably loads more than what you've mentioned already. Yeah, absolutely. They talk about dragons and the fact people have even gone to the thing of saying the reason dragons can fly is because of the gases in within their body, which is the same gases that they can produce the flames from. The wings, Hydrogen. Yeah. So the wings are just actually there to sort of guide them. But people go right into the science of them. They so want to believe these things exist. And there's the, the eyewitness stories are so people are so absolutely sure they've seen these things, but I think we all like to these you know all these mysteries out there. Everybody loves that sort of thing. What's um, the difference between a wyvern and a dragon? That's something for another time. Is it right? Yeah. Um, but we talked about it, you know keeps local tourist traffic going, um, but the fact that the world is much more narrow now you know you can go to many places there are still some places you can't go to and don't go to often but it makes it less likely 
And now, a word. <laughs> Do you want to give it another go? Yeah. Go on then. And now, <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Bored with zoos and safari parks? We might just have something for you. Welcome to our crypto zoo, I hope you have some fun. The cages might look empty, but there's crypto beasts in every one. Open 368 days a year, 24 hours a day. We've got yetis, we've got Bigfoot, or should that be Big Feet? We've got dragons, we've got nesses, it's enough to get you out of your seat. Neat. We are the only zoo of our kind, all you'd ever want. And if that's not enough for you, I present the lizard man of scape or swamp. Far on Sunday's Crypto Zoo. Fun for all the family. Take Junction 29 off the M37. If you hit the sea, you've gone too far. You will be disappointed. No refunds. Right, a game, a game, a game, please. A game, please. There's a bit of a quiz this week. A quiz? A bit of a quiz. Never a quiz. Yes, it's always a quiz of not some sort. Not always a quiz. No, it's not always a quiz. I was just quizzing you to see if you knew that or not. Um, oh, well, first question. Because we're talking about cryptozoology this week. Yeah, um, not Bitcoin. And Discovered far too late that this episode isn't about Bitcoin. Is that what you've done all your research yeah, on? Yeah, done all my research on Bitcoin, Ethereum. I um, look forward to seeing all your research that you've done on it after this. I I, I have done research. Okay. On, on yeah, cryptocurrency. Not yeah, not for this though, have you? Uh, so there's a quiz and this quiz, well, actually, play the sting. Ah, the sting? Yeah. <laughs> I'll play the sting now. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Crypto or not so. Nice sting. Thank you very much. No so, problem, Dad. So, what do you gather I from that sting? I was happy with your sting. Yeah, what do you gather from that sting? What do you that think we're doing I'm going to ask you? Yeah, but what, what is the quiz going to be about? About cryptozoology. <laughs> right. So the, or cryptozoology. As, as you heard in that... Yeah, I clearly heard I it. want you to tell me. I've got 10 questions, and he quickly checks to see if he's actually got 10 questions. I have got 10 questions, right? And I want to, you to tell me... Are they crypto or not so? Which okay. you'd have gathered from the sting. Yeah. So you I'm made gonna, it sound like we're going to put the sting in then. No, no, no. <laughs> You've really done it. So I'm going to say to you, I'm going to tell you a particular animal and I want you to tell me whether that's a crypto animal, mm-hmm. something that cryptozoologists believe exists or was an actual animal or is an actual animal. Right? Okay. 
Hang on, so I've got to... It's crypto or not? Crypto or not so. Right. It's in the title. Yeah. Right. I've done it on a bigger font. Have um, you? Yeah. Can you show me? No, because then you'll see the actual questions, because that's a quite bigger font as well. <laughs> cool. Probably a bigger font than I wanted. Anyway, question one. The giant short-faced kangaroo. Oh, is it just that straight up? Yeah. Now, is the giant short-faced kangaroo something that cryptozoologists believe exist or did it actually exist it actually exists did you think it actually existed or exists yeah you're right it's a pro pro procoptodon stood at two meters to be honest it's not that big kangaroos are quite big anyway aren't they yeah i suppose two meters is, is quite big found in australia but died out due to man, for one thing, and its size. And that's quite a... We talked about that in, in Extinction. Yeah. That size comes into these things quite a So well done. That was a not-so. Question two. The Loveland Frog. The what? The Loveland Frog. Loveland. Loveland Frog. Is that crypto? Crypto. Or not-so? Crypto. You think it's crypto? Yeah. What have you based that on? Loveland. The, the last one was not so. Yeah. And also Loveland. Love Maybe Land. it's from Lakeland. No. Um, it is a cryptozoologist uh, want as, a, as such. It's from Ohio. It's half man, half frog. Right. It's standing roughly four feet tall. Um, That'd be quite obvious, wouldn't it? And the pictures that they've shown of what it looks like, it's a proper... You've seen the things, uh, Beatrix Potter, when they do the sort of ballet and that, and you've got, like, animals but with human bodies but with the animal heads, big animal heads. That's what it looks like. It's got, like, this big frog head. Um, it's like this is like a story that's been passed down through generations. Uh, again, sightings, these were the ones that I found that most people were coming on the way back from the pub or bar when they saw this giant humanoid frog. Um, a police officer shot uh, what he thought was the frog man, uh, but it turned out to be an iguana which was missing its tail. Oh, right, yeah. Right. So Iguanas aren't that big either, though. No, well, you can get big iguanas, but it was apparently standing on two feet and didn't have a tail, so it looked like a frog man. But that, in fact, is a... Crypto. A crypt, what did I call them? Cryptids or whatever? Crypt, yeah. What? What? Free. Free. What about a skunk ape? Skunk ape existed. Existed, you think? Yeah. Not a so. A skunk ape, similar to Bigfoot, this giant half-man, half-ape roams Florida in the United States, five to seven feet tall I had and covered in reddish-brown hair. It's supposed to stink which is why it's called the skunk or stink ape. And it's something a cryptozoologist would look for. I've actually seen some documentaries on this as well. So, And there is a famous picture that's supposed to show one of these skunk apes that you could look up. What about a question for a titanoboa? Titanoboa? A titanoboa. It existed. You think it existed? Yeah. 
You're absolutely right. These giant snakes have their origins in Colombia. They could grow up to 47 foot long. They lived about 60, 58 to 60 million years ago. So there you go. That would be your worst nightmare. I've, um, that last one or I've the one before Loveland Frog would be my worst nightmare. T- a frog person, but a Titan of Boa. Titan of Boa. I've played Ark, Survival Evolved, the video game. And, it's and got that's that got in car- it. things like that in it. Yeah. Wow. It's got crypto things and extinct. Oh, so you can cheat on this really, aren't you? Okay. Or you say I've done my research. Question five. Inadvertently done your research. Question five. What about the Brosno dragon? Brosno dragon. Uh, let's go crypto. Oh, you're acing this. It is a crypto. I thought it might throw you off thinking that oh, it's obviously that. It's a lake monster which allegedly lives in Lake Brosno in Russia. But skeptics say it's more likely to be a giant pike. Now, right. I know... Uh, and pikes can get massive. Pikes can get massive. And is it a sturgeon fish that can get absolutely enormous? Because they talked about be Nessie well, yeah. being something like that, right? But it's likely to be, skeptics say, a giant pike mm-hmm. or beaver. A giant beaver. Right. Giant- I can't see how those two would relate to each other, but apparently that's what they think it might be. Well, you know... I think there used to be an even bigger beaver. What, Giganticus beavus? Like like um, giant, giant otter. Yeah. Well, it probably was, but a beaver's surely got fur. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what about, question six, what about Andrew Sarkus? It's Andrew Sarkus. <laughs> what about an Andrew Sarkus? Andy, Andy Serkis. <laughs> what about Andrew Sarkis? A crypto. It's not a crypto. It's a 13-foot long, large-snouted and hoofed mammal that lived in the Paleogean period but is related to hippos and whales and was a carnivorous predator. It does sound like Andy predator. Serkis, doesn't it? It does sound like that. That's why I put it in. Hey, well, here we go. Ah, oh, question seven. The dire wolf. Oh, um, this one is crypto. It's not crypto. This right? one is a not reason, crypto. No, there's a reason for that. The dire wolf was a prehistoric dog or wolf, which was said to be no bigger than the northern wolves that exist today. The reason, and I would have said this before I read about it, is because Game of Thrones have got dire wolves, but they just made those wolves massive. Oh, but direwolves are an arc of survival evolved as well. Oh, right, but they do—they did exist. Yeah. However, they weren't like probably most people. If they thought of a direwolf, they'd think of Game of Thrones. What about question eight? All were Game of Thrones people just small. What? Maybe, maybe everybody in Game of Thrones was small. Yeah. So the mountain was he called the mountain? Yeah. It's five foot eleven, something like that. But everybody else, how big was um? Uh, what's his face uh, then? He must have been minute. Oh, uh, Tyrannus? Tyrion. Tyrion. Tyrion, yeah. Lannister. Okay. What did you call him, Lasagna? Tyrannosaurus. Question eight. Yowie. Yowie. How are we spelling that? Y O W I E. 
That one's crypto. It is crypto. It's a Bigfoot-like creature from Australia that comes from Aboriginal legends. A hairy ape-like creature that stands between 6 foot 11 and 12 foot tall. I don't know why it said 6 foot 11, to be honest, when I read it, but 6 foot 11 and 12... You should have just said between 7 foot and 12 foot tall. Well, no, because 6 foot 11 is less than 7 foot, isn't it? Yeah, but give or take an inch. Talking about a giant ape-like creature. Anyway... Uh, timid and shy but also violent and aggressive (laughs) (laughs) alright so very mixed up that one question 9 but it's timid and shy but if you if you provoke it by crying yeah um, punch in the face what about number 9 let's give it a kick the Min Hawkeye the Min Hawkeye the Min Hawkeye so M-I-N H-O-C-A-O existed is a cryptozoologist one. A giant earthworm reaching lengths of 165 feet long or even to 260 feet long lives in the lakes, rivers and underground of Brazil. So it's not an earthworm? Well... It lives in water? Well, it could live in the soil under the water. Pulls horses and cattle under the water to devour them. A bit more like a sea serpent, you might think. Yeah. And your last one. Ten. Castoroid. Sorry, castoroids. Castoroid. Castoroids. Crypto. It's a not so. And funny enough... It's a 200-pound giant beaver which built huge dams in the plasticine period, which I believe is when everything was moulded out. (laughs) And stop motion. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It used to be stop motion. (laughs) That's how you say it. Or is it plasticine? It's plasticine. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, that's how I've written it. Um yeah, so that sort of Wallace and Gromit period where there was giant 200 pound giant There's going to be a new chicken run, isn't there? There is going to be a new chicken run, yeah. Chicken run two, electric boogaloo, which I say after every one that I say to it. Yeah, what did you say after break, three? Break dance. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't ever watch the third in a trilogy. Um, <laughs> There's many trilogies there you I go. know you've That's watched. The end of my little crypto quiz. Or. Chris Quips though or whatever yeah so there you go no you've done quite well there but it, it just goes to show you there's a very sort of um, well, a wavy line between what could be I mean we, we we haven't even touched on the fact that things like unicorns you know people often say oh actually people got those mixed up with um, uh, narwhals the sort of yeah uh, whale-like creature with the with the tusk, or even to something like a rhinoceros or something like that. I mean, you'd think they wouldn't be something that would be the similar sort of or a horse that's with, ran into a tree and got a stick stuck in its head. Or, yeah, or that, or, or an ice cream in its head. We, you know, talking about things like mermaids and the fact that you know it was talked about that mermaids existed, but often by drunk sailors who drowned when they saw these particular things. But people How did talked, they tell the story? Talked they about... drowned. Um, <laughs> a good point. <laughs> a very good point. Anyway, um, 
and they talk about uh, like sea cows, um, manatees, manatees being mermaids. So well, they, they, they you know, there's always fresh water. Do they not? Uh, they do live in fresh water. Yeah. So uh, how would they be? Well, the sailors were inshore. They were at the dock, but they were in the bar coming back from the bar, which often right. happens. So, so they've got, got their boat by a half man, half frog. They put their boat from the sea. Yeah. Moved it to a lake, or or something like that. That's got manatees well, all, in it. All rivers. They all rivers. Locked. Right. So yeah. we're talking about rivers then specifically. Not really. You're pushing me on a point that I hadn't really thought through, much like most of the points I've made say, today. Yeah. But you know, we the, can go into them a bit more on a. We maybe, can do. But time, I would maybe. love. It's a. It's an incredibly interesting topic which I'd love to look into more, and I am looking into more, but I can see where some of the things stray into areas where you think maybe it's too much. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But yeah, as we said, we can come into that, uh, go into that a bit more in the future, potentially. A bit of a shorter one this week, which Is isn't it? too much of a problem. Um, but there was something that was mentioned by my nan, actually. Was it? Yeah. Mum's mum. All oh, right, okay. When she uh, she was watching or listening to our, on the run, uh, on the run. So normally she was telling us that normally she listens to our podcast to fall asleep to, which is a really good selling. We're point. thinking of putting that on posters, you know. Yeah. If you, if I fall asleep to this. Great for insomniacs. <laughs> yeah. But she was saying that she listened to on the run, and uh, she was in fits of laughter. She yes. normally goes to sleep to it, but she was in fits of laughter. And then she only listened to it and I played her, because it's on YouTube as well, that particular one. I played her the clips on YouTube and um, she was in fits of laughter again watching it. Well, that can't be bad. We said all along with these, I mean, we went in a different direction and done that. Something we fancy doing and trying we out. We both went in different directions. We otherwise, we would have found each other a lot yeah. quicker. But it, it's, it's great to hear. It's always good to hear that something's made someone smile because it just makes it... God, there's enough in this world to give you the ump in there. So it's nice to just escape from it with, as we say, a lot of nonsense that we produce. But it's yeah. good to know that that made her laugh. But if you would like to leave a comment, much like my nan, but an actual physical comment rather than telling me in person, yeah, then you can absolutely do that on our website, fatherandsundays.com, which is spelt F A T H E R. A-N-D-S-O-N-D-A-Y-S dot com. So, so, sorry, so we're not actually father and day sons then? (laughs) No. Oh, because in a previous episode, I'm sure that's what you spelt out at the end of it. Yep, it turns out that in a previous (laughs) episode I spelt it wrong. (laughs) But who cares? Oh, I I just didn't think you made mistakes like I do, because you always pull me up on everything. And I thought you were... Everyone makes mistakes, Deb. No, clearly. Yep. Okay. Right. But, yeah, you can go on our website. We've got a page on there, contact page. You can leave us comments, questions, suggestions, complaints on there. Um, or just email us at contact us at fatherandsundays.com or go on our social medias. You can comment on those. Like and uh, follow us on all of those platforms as well. But the website's a great place. You've got our store available, which helps keep the podcast going. Uh, you also notice some adverts in our podcast now that just helps keep the podcast going. Uh, but all of our episodes are available on the website as well, as well as going on all of your preferred podcast platform. You can just listen directly on there. There. I was about to say as well again, but I've said that too many times. Okay. That's great. You've done all the admin there. 
Yep. Okay, fine. That's it for tick. us. So, until next week, I say goodbye. softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.